This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. What do you want for Christmas? I want for my MS to disappear. I'm going to be doing an experiment. It's called Mind Over MS for Christmas 2020. I'd love it if you wanted to join me and then we can do this together. Register at the link in the show notes. Hi and welcome to this episode. I want to start right at the top by asking you, have you really got what you need? when you live with MS? Do you actually know what you need when you live with MS? For example, do you know what makes a strong enough mindset? Have you taken time to identify what you need from your medical team? And are you ready to cut out the crap without feeling guilty? If you're really not sure, or if you answered no, then This episode is worth having a listen to. In it, I'm going to be explaining what I think is missing for all of us. But I would love to hear what you think. So when you've listened to it, please pop online and just let me know what you think. Have we got what we really need? Have you heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Because I looked at this and then thought, when we live with MS, how far do we actually get along the hierarchy of needs? Before we get into talking about that, let's just look at the different levels. It's a pyramid, a triangle. On the bottom level are basic physiological needs. So that's things like, have you got enough food to eat? Have you got water? And have you got warmth? So so it's the basic, basic needs. At the next level up, it's all about safety and feeling secure. So the examples that are usually talked about are clothes. Have you got a shelter when you go to bed at night? How secure are you in your job? I think that's a common one that would come in at this level. And I know with COVID at the moment, there's probably an awful lot of insecurity around jobs and things like that. The next level up the pyramid is all about feeling belonging and feeling love and feeling part of a community with friendships just being part of something with other people. The next layer up, feeling self-esteem and having respect. So that's respect from other people, having self-confidence, feeling like you're achieving. And then right at the top is a concept that's called self-actualization. And that's when you're realizing your full potential. That's when you are being creative with what you've got in your life and you can just do things you can just be spontaneous now there is another level even beyond self-actualization when it's 
a case of transcending. It's helping other people to self-actualize. So that is the right, that's the pinnacle of the whole hierarchy of needs. So that's kind of what the hierarchy of needs looks like. And that's the generic model. But I thought, right, okay, let's take that and let's try and apply that to the life of a person that's got multiple cirrhosis. Because depending what's happening in our life and in our illness, even the foundation levels can be really quite tricky. Warmth, for example, how can you stay warm if you're worried about paying for your heating bills because you're worried whether or not you're going to be keeping your job because of your MS and because of how challenging your job is and how incapable you now feel? So that's at the very basic level. And also at that level, I think things like, have you got the information that you need about MS in general, but more specifically your MS? So I think information comes at this basic level. Moving up to the safety level, when I thought about this in an MS context, this is the level where you might need maybe some support to get around. So you might need some mobility equipment you might need a team of people that can support your basic psychological needs. Uh, you might need an employer who's understanding and who supports you because I get just how much of a challenge it can be to feel safe and secure in your job when your symptoms are impacting every day. Your symptoms might be progressing and changing and it's just really, really upsetting how do you cope with this on a daily basis moving up a level and the whole community with ms now this i think there are lots of online support groups there are also some physical groups so we've got lots of community options with other people with ms but i think sometimes they're just that little bit risky particularly for newly diagnosed people because it's difficult if you're newly diagnosed and you go along to one of the meetings and there are lots of people who might be a little bit more advanced in their MS and possibly struggling with their mobility. So that can put you off almost taking part in the physical meetups, the physical community aspect. And another thing that might be affected as well are relationships and having friends going and doing things with people, especially if you've not got the energy to do things. Your friendships change. When your MS life is consuming you so much that you don't have the ability to think or talk about much else, you can look like a one-trick pony. You might be really dull and boring or you might feel really dull and boring to other people. How can you have that feeling of belonging and community? And I think another thing in this mix, how can you have that when actually you don't know what you belong to when you've got a diagnosis of MS because everybody is different? So I think those lower level qualities of Maslow's hierarchy, I think they can pose some real problems to achieve if we apply the model to a life with MS. But for lots of people, yes, you will still have a roof over your head. Yes, you will still feel safe and secure. What I'm saying is 
that it doesn't always apply to everybody with MS. It's just really, really unsettling. Now, at the other end of the spectrum of the pyramid, there are some people with MS that are further up, much closer to the top of the Maslow hierarchy. And these people have got the respect from people that don't live with MS. So those people are looking at them in admiration that they are able to cope with this. And they're probably living with a lot of self-respect for how they're managing it on a day-to-day basis. But how did they reach that level? Did they actively work at it? Are they just going to do this anyway? They're just going to get on and sort it. Because once you've come to terms with your diagnosis and what it means for your life, there will be a change that happens. So if you're one of the people that are further along the hierarchy, then you've probably come to terms with your diagnosis. And you're already then moving, you're moving towards a sense of personal achievement. You can identify the achievements that you're making every day. You can see the positives. And you're moving towards self-actualization. And once you reach that level, you're starting to fully accept yourself. You're also looking at other people for who they are and treating them as individuals. Despite the differences, these people are the ones who are at ease with whatever predicament they've got going on. And they've now reached that true self-actualization. And we've got people in the MS community who fit this role. They're taking things one step further. They're starting to become the voices of the MS community. They're the names that you might hear of on social media or read about in magazines. They're people who are talking from the scar and not from the open wound. And I covered this in a previous episode. These people that are self-actualized are in a really strong position with their MS. So that's one way of looking at the needs. What is there out there that can help people that have got MS progress up the hierarchy of needs and get what they truly need? And it is so, so individualized because everybody has a unique type of condition within MS. Everybody has different life circumstances. And so it is really individual. And there's a huge amount of information online. So there's lots of different websites that you can look at and come across. They are obviously with varying levels of trust. So some of them It's not reliable, it's hearsay. Some of them are focused on generating some money by offering products that might be able to cure MS. But, you know, there's lots and lots of information out there. There's also a lot of online communities and those are where you can go and ask questions, you can find the answers and you're usually getting the opinions and feelings from other people. There are also some online courses that can help with things such as fatigue management. And then there's individual counselling services and some are available through charities or you can privately get counselling to deal with maybe the grief aspects of having MS 
But what I've been trying to find is something that can help with the feeling of taking action to move forward, to take steps in the right direction. And I think no matter where you are in the grieving cycle, and no matter where you are on the hierarchy of needs pyramid, when you live with MS, it's about taking steps in the right direction for your individual circumstances. So based on my personal experiences, and as you might know from listening to other episodes, I've been diagnosed with MS since 1996. And also, I've encountered cancer. And so I've faced a lot of challenges based on everything that I've experienced, everything that I've pushed myself to do. I've identified some gaps that I think are out there at the moment. I'm interested to know what do you think to these? Is there something already out there that helps you to, and I'll give you a list now, what helps you know that you're not the only person that feels like this and know that you're not alone. What is out there that's helping you to anticipate and manage your feelings? Is there anything out there that helps you to find the positives in your life with MS? Is there something or somebody helping you find what you've gained and what you can actually do? How about understanding grief, but not in the usual context? So it's recurrent grief that keeps coming. Do you appreciate and can you appreciate what makes a mindset that's strong enough? Do you know all about the importance of resilience? How can you create it and how can you keep it? And then what does a positive start to each day look like for you? Have you already identified this? Have you found a tool that's helped you to come to this conclusion? So moving on from that, do you know what zaps your energy? Do you know which things help you feel more positive? Have you actually done any work to get to this point? Do you know which things help you to have this positive outlook? and enables you to take ownership of every aspect of your MS life. Do you know how to identify what you need from your medical team? And what's an MS advocate anyway? Do you know what one is? Do you know what they do, how they can help you or how you can become one? Have you been able to identify which elements of your identity, your MS identity or not, just your identity, what's most important to you? And are you ready to cut out the crap without feeling guilty. How do you work that out? How do you know what is crap that you can let go of? What about working out which aspects of your life you want to change and thinking about what your purpose in life could be? What about thinking about the stories that you want to be remembered for? And How about planning your future goals with MS because it's going to be there MS is there for life. And when I think about the challenges of living with MS and getting through every day, I do believe that there are some gaps. And I'm developing something that I know it can address these gaps and more. I'm developing something that's individualized 
no matter what level of the hierarchy you're at, unless you're genuinely self-actualizing already, because if you're there already, truly there already, I think it's time to look at doing things from the other perspective and to help other people to self-actualize. And there's definitely a place for that too. So whether you're newly diagnosed, getting used to your MS life, or you're rapidly progressing towards being an MS veteran, this is something that could be really relevant for you. It's for MS action takers because nobody can do it for you. And the initial idea is going to address all of the things that I've just talked about. It's something that's individualised. No matter what level of the hierarchy you're at now, so whether you're newly diagnosed or you're getting used to your MS life, or even if you're rapidly turning into an MS veteran, this is for action takers. This is not for people that want something to be given to them. It's for people that want to take some action. But it's going to address all of the things that I've just talked about. So if you're feeling you want more in your MS life, if you've got needs that somehow they're just not quite being met, then let me know that you're interested in finding out more by clicking on the link in the show notes. It's the link that is set up for people that want to be an action taker. Thanks ever so much for listening. From the 15th of December 2020 through until the 6th of January, I'm going to make my MS disappear. I'm trying to get my mind over MS for Christmas 2020, and I'd love you to join me. Why don't you register at the link in the show notes? We can do this together. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to The MS Show podcast.